Thank you for joining us today for another installment of Fortifying Your Faith. My name is Hasten Hanley, and I am glad that you can join us and spend some time studying God's Word together. Today we're going to try just a little bit shorter of a lesson, a little shorter of a podcast and presentation, so that way uh, it's easier to listen to, it's easier to uh, sit down and have the time to study. But I want us to dig into uh, the men of faith that we had been studying for some time uh, before we took a short break, and I want us to spend some time today studying Daniel. The two prior lessons we studied about David, and we studied about Elijah, but today I want us to spend just a few moments studying about Daniel, as Daniel was uh, a man of faith. He is a pinnacle of faith, many would say, and when we examine his life, when we stop and consider the things which he did throughout his life, we find a man who was determined to be faithful, a man who was determined to do the things that he needed to do as a faithful follower of God. And so, as we spend a few minutes, I want us to think, first of all, about Daniel being faithful in his character. In a time that he very easily could have turned away from God, turned from God, uh, from his faithfulness to God, and even turned from the law of God, we find it very evident that he did not. Daniel was taken from his home, taken from the place that he knew. Uh, we look at uh, verses 3 and 4 of Daniel chapter 1, and we find out a lot about Daniel, truthfully, because the command was uh, to bring those children of Israel. Uh, the king's seed and the prince's children in whom was no blemish, but was well favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. Well, with this, and this being the book of Daniel, and chronicling the things which he endured and, and saw and foretold during this captivity, we know Daniel was a part of this. Daniel, with his uh, three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, were brought into this captivity, were brought as captives that they were to serve and they were to be a part of this kingdom. Well, everything was changing for them. They were no longer at home. They were no longer uh, able to worship the way that they had. They were no longer around family. They were no longer in that environment. But we do find that those young men stood and faithfully served God. We read even in Daniel chapter 6, uh, beginning in verse 4, 
that the prince, uh, presidents and princes sought to find occasion against Daniel. This is much later in the captivity uh, concerning the kingdom, but they could not find. Uh, but they could find none occasion or fault. Uh, for as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. So from the time he was first brought into captivity to the time that we find him at the end of captivity, he is a good person. He is a faithful person. He is a just person. And we keep reading. Then said these men, verse 5, We shall not find any occasion against this Daniel, except except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. The only way that they could find something wrong with Daniel was to find him being faithful to God, find him trusting in God, find him relying on God and being faithful as he was supposed to be. He was faithful in character when everything was changing around him, he chose not to change. When even his diet was supposed to change, that didn't. When facing change in his life, Daniel was faithful. He didn't just simply say, well, uh, a little bit of change is fine. Or he didn't say, well, maybe this time in my life it's fine. Or, you know, a little bit of compromise. It, it's all right. Daniel, it says, chapter 1 and verse 8, in the height of all of this change, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with a prince of the eunuchs. And the prince of the eunuchs said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king, who hath appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your face worse liking than the other children, or than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. The prince of the eunuchs was afraid. He was afraid that his life was going to be put at risk. He was afraid that he would lose his life because Daniel did not want to change. Daniel did not want to risk that option, did not want to risk that opportunity of allowing change in his life to the extent of allowing himself to turn away from God through what he's eating, through what he's doing with his life. He was determined. We go back, uh, verse 8, it begins, but Daniel purposed in his heart. He was determined. He had completely made up his mind that he was not going to defile himself with a portion of the king's meat. He was not going to turn against God. He was going to be faithful, even if that meant being different, even if that meant not being approved by people, by the king. 
Daniel was going to stand behind his morals, stand behind what he viewed was right, and he did that. And he remained faithful. We go to the other chapter that we discussed a few moments ago, and we find Daniel was faithful in the face of death. And this is not a hyperbole. This isn't a, well, maybe it wasn't that severe. Daniel was faithful when it seemed, quite frankly, he shouldn't be. We go back to Daniel chapter 6, the section that many of us know through the book of Daniel. If we know nothing else, we've most likely heard of Daniel and the lion's den. Well, in this account, those same presidents and princes, the the co-workers of Daniel, if you will, because he had been actually promoted over all of these people. He was more highly favored than anyone else in this kingdom at this point. And they were jealous of him. They were jealous of his standing with the king, his standing with all of it. It said, then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king. After they realized the only way to trap Daniel was by trapping him by the law of God. And they assembled together to the king, verse 6, and said unto him, King Darius, live forever. All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statute and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any god or man for thirty days, save for thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. That request, in and of itself, really and truly, was illogical. It was unattainable. That would mean, to the most logical extent, no one could... Uh, ask their father for another piece of bread, or uh, ask anything of anyone for one whole month. But they presented this so that way they could seek to trap Daniel, because they knew Daniel was going to go and he was going to pray. He was going to be faithful to God. And we keep reading on a little while. Verse 10. Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, so he knew this thing had gone into effect, he knew this was going to be the case. He knew it was signed. He went into his house. And his windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled down, Unto his, uh, upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime, that being before that law was passed. Daniel was faithful even when he knew being faithful would cost him his life. But that didn't matter. He was faithful because he wanted to obey. And then you ask the question, well, what happened to Daniel? 
what happened at the end of this account, at, at the end of this chapter, verse 20, beginning, And when he came to the den, that being the king, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel, and hath shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me. Forasmuch as before him innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Daniel was faithful to God throughout the captivity. We continue to read throughout Daniel's life. And Daniel was faithful. And because Daniel was faithful, God was faithful to him. We keep reading throughout the book of Daniel. And Daniel continually is faithful. Even when things are tough. Even when he is dealing with his own people who had turned away from being faithful. Daniel determined to be faithful. So let's all take a few minutes and try and be more like Daniel in our life. Because when we stop and we examine his life, we examine the fact that he stood for what was right, what he believed in, he was faithful. He put all of his faith, all of his trust, and all of his hope in God. What's stopping us from doing that? Maybe it's ourselves. Maybe we trust more in ourselves than we do trusting in God. Perhaps even we spend more time trusting in the things around us more than we trust in God. Let's try and be more faithful to the extent let's trust more in God. Let's rely more on God. Because every day as a Christian, we are living in the lion's den. Peter wrote, uh, talking about the devil, we have an adversary. The devil walketh about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. When we read about Daniel and the lion's den, we have to remember and remind